Welcome to the Chamber Podcast. I'm Paul Faulkner and I'm joined by West Midlands Mayor Andy Street to discuss the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games and how the event can showcase the region on a global scale. We also talk about business and trade opportunities arising from the Games. For you, how important is the Commonwealth Games in showcasing the region on a global scale? Uh, It's mission critical actually it's a wonderful opportunity so before i was elected i was really really clear that the whole region had to get behind this and it did Uh, and actually some of the funding is coming from across the region which is great and remember it is an opportunity of course for birmingham with birmingham's name on the bid but lots of the events will be in sandwell with the new swimming pool in Solihull with lots of things at Athletics at Stadium, up in Cannock, in Warwickshire. So there really is a great opportunity for the region to come together. And, I mean, we were together um, about 18 months ago in, in Toronto on a, oh, yes. on a trade trip. And yeah. I know some of the, the work that was going on behind the scenes, oh, yeah. even on that short trip. But yeah. it, the, the region did come together and fought really hard for this, didn't it? And so it feels like... What, a, what an opportunity. It wasn't just gifted to us. We it really was, had to work. It was a great example of teamwork. Yeah. And let's be clear, we had to persuade government that they were going to invest three quarters of the cost of this. So that's when all the housing elements and everything are taken together. I reckon that'll be best part of three quarters of a billion pounds. So this is a huge investment on government's part. Mm. And you know they didn't do it out of charity. They did it because yeah. they believed there was a business case for the country as a whole. And that, of course, is driven by tourism, it's driven by business uh, a business that's established over the long term, but it's also this really intangible thing about establishing pride in a place and a sort of sense of possibility belief. Yeah. And this is why I think this is so important to us, because you know we've come through some tough years here in the West Midlands, but this coincides with a revival and it gives our opportunity to show not just all visitors from around the world, but all of our citizens as well, that they are part of a place that is doing things right and doing it for the good of long-term good. Hope and optimism. They're such sort of important elements, aren't they? And that's the spirit of the Commonwealth. Absolutely. And, you know, in spite of that and, you know, the success that we we saw of the Games in Glasgow in 2014 and indeed the the London Olympics in in 2012, there still are sceptics out there. Um, You know, what message do you have for people who kind of are are underwhelmed by the Commonwealth Games or sort of think, oh, we should be focusing on other uh, things? Um, two messages. Uh, one, there's always sceptics at this stage. If you look at the opinion polls three years before the London Olympics, they weren't particularly positive. Yes. You looked at the opinion polls after the London Olympics, incredibly positive. So you sort of see this, and it's understandable. If you're a resident of Peribar and you're being told at the moment that all these things are going to be disruptive over the next three years, I get that. But there is actually a huge prize mm. opportunity uh, here. And the other um, uh, sort of message I would ask people to think about is uh, it's not an either or Mm. this. We've got to do all the other things that we've spent most of this podcast talking about. Yes. So the notion that we're doing the Commonwealth Games, therefore we can't do anything else, is just not true. This is separate funding, hugely from government and actually other sources locally as well as the city council but we've got to be able to do everything else and the commonwealth games is sort of the opportunity the showcase on top of all it's of the catalyst and it's a once in a lifetime it is of, uh, it is and, and you went over to um the gold coast yep. to to see the the games there last year 
any particular things leap off the the, the page well, for you as as learns or lessons that probably we can two lessons but i should say first of all the australians do sporting events brilliantly they it do. was an absolute privilege to go and see i mean their swimming pool was just out of this world and the way in which the competitors were able to do brilliant performances incredible uh, but two things jumped out at me in terms of i think we can learn from uh, number one you didn't feel, and I hope this isn't too critical of them, you didn't feel as though the whole town was really hosting it. Okay. Uh, the actual advice to people living in the Gold Coast was go away for this period um, and hand it over to the Games. And I think that's so, so wrong. Yeah. I want people here to feel part of it. We need those big screen experiences. We need participation as volunteers, all of those yeah. things. So I, I want us to do far better than in the Gold Coast of it being something that everyone shares in. And then uh, the other thing would be the whole question about using it as a platform to establish trade and business for the future. Yeah. They did okay, but I hope that we will do far, far better than that, actually. I mean, if you think of this as an incredible exporting, trading part of the world, we should use the opportunity of it, all eyes being on us, to really ram that head. Tell you what they did brilliantly. They established the idea it was a brilliant tourist destination, <laughs> but maybe we won't achieve quite the same as the Gold Coast beaches. The Gold Coast, that's not a bad yeah. name, is it? But in terms of trade, I mean, we totally agree with you. I mean, last year we established the... Uh, the Commonwealth Chamber of Commerce, a division here to do exactly that. And you know, it's not just focused on, on the games coming, but to uh, play on the strengths we've got with the, the Commonwealth diaspora who are mm. already here mm. in, in Birmingham. And, and you know, our research shows that you know, only 9% of our trade is done with yeah. fellow Commonwealth That's countries right. right now, which given the size of it, we're talking over well over a billion people, is... is they're pretty um, yeah. eye-opening and such opportunities. There's aren't? a huge opportunity there. But just to give some hope, we had the stats this week, um, you might have known them before me, about trade with different countries. Mm. And actually, uh, the fascinating number was India. Last year, trade with India, 24% up. Now, I've known for ages this is a vast opportunity yeah. for us as a, the biggest Commonwealth country. So there is something... Because you've been over a few times, I haven't have you, and seen that? And, yeah. In my Johnny's days and since yeah. doing this job, because I do think there's so much potential, obviously the JLR link, but that's a really heartening stat which says, yeah. my goodness, there's a lot we can continue to do. And here. if we can sort of replicate that across the rest of the exactly. Commonwealth, then, then why not? Exactly. And Andy, final question. So we're there in, in 2022, the games are in full swing, the sun is shining and you have a golden ticket, you can go to one event within the Games. If you could pick, what would be the, the one Commonwealth Games event that you'd attend, just as a, as a spectator to soak it all up? It's hard, uh, because I was lucky enough to go to the... Uh, it was purely by chance, to the um, night when... Uh, Great Britain won three gold medals in the Oh, athletics. the famous Saturday. The famous Saturday with yeah. Mo and Jess and Greg Rutherford. And um, that was an incredibly special mm. moment because there was an incredible sense of sportsmen and womanship in that arena and national pride that we were doing this and showing the world. So I don't know what the answer is, Paul. I would want to find, by chance, our equivalent of that pride moment because that was the... Thing. It was that feeling here of, my yeah. goodness, we've brought the world to London, we've shown everyone what Britain can do, and actually there's been some fantastic examples of sportsmanship that just epitomised 
what it was to be a British sport. It, it was truly memorable. I still, I was, wasn't there at the stadium, unfortunately. I was, but leaping around my living room. Mm. And um, you know, it was one of those moments where it genuinely got you on your feet. It was genuinely uplifting, endorsing, whatever word you want to use. So I don't know what the equivalent of that will be in Birmingham 22. But for sure, I might have to go to every event just to make <laughs> sure that I find our equivalent of that. Look out for more episodes in our mini-series with Andy Street, in which he discusses transport, local industrial strategy, inclusive leadership and the future of the high street.